Blog Talk Radio. Redskins fans, are you tired of the shill with no thrill? The hype of the believe that falls on deaf ears? Do you want a Redskins podcast where the hosts say, fuck your feelings? Then prepare yourself to be hit by a barrage of ghost hands that's stronger than RG3's knees. This is Burgundy Banter Unfiltered. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, whether you love somebody or hate everyone, prepare yourself for Keith and Brandon. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, welcome. Um, welcome to Ban- Burgundy Banter Unfiltered. Man, it's been so long, I forgot her damn name. I don't even know if we're Burgundy Brothers or Banter. What the fuck are we, Brandon? What's going on? Uh, we got to play that by ear. Who knows? It's a, it's a work in progress. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day, Keith, so... You know, we got to get the get the ball rolling again, and uh, this friction this friction will smooth itself out over the course of the season, apparently, just like the just like the skin season. So we got this. <laughs> well, I hear you. Well, uh, it's been a long vacation for me, Brandon. Been a long vacation for you as well. Uh, thanks for um, you know sticking with me uh, through my through my life. Uh, but man, let's just get back into the mix. Uh, let's talk a little bit of Redskins football. What do you think? Sounds good, man. Let's jump right back into it. Hey, cool. So I don't want to spend too much time on it, but since we haven't really done any episodes uh, for, um, you know, week one and week two, um, let's just go ahead and throw down a little bit of opinion before we get into uh, this week, which uh, I think, and I'm sure you do as well, that uh, it's an extremely important football game uh for us to win and when I say us of course the Redskins we got to win this one but uh um hey you know week one against Arizona we were looking uh we were looking like a damn football team um it looked like uh, we were a completely different team from uh last season um and you were at the game Brandon so you know take a little time man give us you know let us know your experience how was it yeah the uh it's weird it's it was pretty awesome to uh, see so many Redskins fans out there in Arizona. I feel like it was like 50-50, but we were so hyped. Like, they were nervous about their team, and we were just, you know, typical Redskins fans just going wild out there. And uh, we represented well. The team showed up. You know, defense was there. Offense looked nice. You know, we uh, had some really nice running plays. And it's weird because we didn't carry that energy over, you know, I, I thought we were going to not be able to run well in Arizona and then pa- and we would run well in Indianapolis and it was kind of flipped, you know, we ran well against what was supposed to be a good defense and then we struggled against what was supposed to be a bad defense in week 2. So, you know, and then there was no energy there. I don't know if you were able to make the game. I know you or some people were thinking about making it out there, but that place looked fucking dead week 2, man. I don't know FedEx Field sucks. Yeah, no, I didn't make it out to week two. Um, I actually haven't picked out uh, the uh, home field game that I'd like to go to. I'm uh, definitely looking at the 
Cowboys game just because I haven't been to one yet. Um, and week four, I'm actually heading out. No, that's week five. Week five, I'm heading out to New Orleans. But anyways, uh, yeah, you know, that was kind of my same thought process. You know, coming into week one, man, um, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of optimism um, since we have our new quarterback, um, you know, Alex Smith. So it was kind of just a wait and see. And then with picking up Adrian Peterson, uh, you know, late like that, there was just a, a lot of questions where not necessarily questions, but maybe just optimism seeing what we were going to do with this uh, kind of new looking team that we have, um, especially on the offensive side. Um you know, me during the off season, I wasn't really a huge fan with the three wide receivers that we have. And so, like I said, ultimately I was optimistic just to see what kind of team we had, you know, week one against Arizona. um, I really did feel like, damn, we have a, we have a pretty good football team. I still was a little uncertain about our wide receiver production uh, for that game. But ultimately when you come out with a win like that and, um, you know, we dominated the entire game. You kind of are going to, you know, I, I sat back on that that uh, pessimistic uh, attitude towards the wide receivers. But then, like you said, week two, I don't know what happened against the Colts. Um, came out flat, just was just a terrible game. Terrible, terrible game all the way around. No energy. And, you know, I am disappointed to hear that there weren't many people, you know, in the seats and, you know, that could be a conversation for another day, but it's looking to me like the Redskins product is wearing very thin with a lot of uh, season ticket holders. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what was going on with that, man. A lot of people seem like they were upset. It sounds like they tried to make some enhancement, but it seemed like it was too little too late. You know what I mean? I don't quite get it, you know. And like I said, you know, unfortunately I didn't get to that game, but, you know, um, we need to get the, the seats filled back up. You know, there's been that argument, you know, every season where there's uh, more away fans um, at FedEx than there are, you know, home. So, you know, Redskins front office needs to uh, consider that, which you think they would considering that it's dealing with money. But anyway, like I said, that's a conversation for another. But uh, week three, you know, coming in, we've got Green Bay. What's your thoughts yeah. on this? What, I mean, I lay mean, down. A lot of people were talking Alex Smith, the GOAT. We're going to get to really see the GOAT, you know, uh, number 12 for the other team. And we're going to see what Rodgers has got. Supposedly he's got this injury, but he's it hasn't affected him really. He looks like he's still playing lights out. Um, it's going to be a real test for our, our offense to try to see if they can put up some points. But luckily Green Bay's defense, if you look at the stats, Man, their defense is ripe for the pluck, and I don't know if it's because they've been in some shootouts or what the num- if the numbers are just skewed because of that, but they're they got a bottom ranked defense, you know, like bottom ten in pretty much all the ca- all the major categories: points, rush- rushing, and passing. Uh, even third down conversion, I think they actually like you know bottom five in that. So if our offense can keep up with these points, I think our defense might be able to get a quick couple turnovers. Man, our defense has been looking nasty. I don't know if you caught that, but they're looking. Tom Sula's putting in work with that defense. Yeah, they have, but, you know, I have to be the uh, glass half empty guy here. Uh, the only concern that I've seen in both games, and 
there were excuses to be made in the, you know, the game against Arizona. Um, but that, you know, the, for me, the, the key for a, a victory is going to be uh, D-line pressure um, on Aaron Rodgers. If we don't get pressure on the quarterback, uh, the GOAT's going to eat us alive, you know. And I just – I don't That's know. my key to the I, game. I, you can't take my key, Keith. That's my key to the game. I was going to say that, you ass. <laughs> well, well, if that's your key, I'm fucked because I don't have any. Other no, keys. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's great, man. I I agree, man. The thing that everyone's talking, all the buzz right now, is how Ryan Kerrigan and Preston Smith haven't produced. And the only thing that you can really say about that is Sam Bradford. He got hit a lot. There was a lot of pressures on him. There's that's the you know that's the buzzword right now. Pressures, all oh, pressures, this pressures that. Fucking Junior Gallet talking about every pressure he's ever had in his career trying to get signed again. Um, but yeah, so with that, I gotta say that I think Andrew Luck had like has the quickest release in the NFL. So to get to him, it's not like an easy task. And they they did build some of that O line. You know, they were notoriously bad at protecting him. But they finally, I think, have invested a little bit. I can't remember the guys' names or who they signed. But I know that they did get a little bit better protection than they anticipated out of their backups. And he just – they just flat-out beat us, man. We came out flat, and uh, they, they came out and took that win from us. That was a winnable game, and they took it from us. So I hope that doesn't happen again because I think this game against Green Bay is winnable. Um, you know, we got to have the ball bounce our way a lot, man. But I think this is going to be a winnable game tomorrow or today for the listeners. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty optimistic. Uh, like I said, uh, before the season started, uh, when the schedule came out, I think my I gave an automatic L for this one. Um, you know, and I am going to try to be optimistic as a fan, but um, also at the same time, you know, if we haven't had – we haven't showed much success against Green Bay, and I'm not sure that we have the complete team to do it this week either. Um, you know, I, I, I have heard those. Uh, I don't want to say they're excuses because they're facts at this point. Um, you know, as far as Bradford, you know, with the quick release, Andrew Luck with the quick release. But I'm concerned at the fact that I feel like this is the first year that I'm hearing people discuss uh, pressure to quick release. I don't believe that this was a conversation with anyone last season or or years past. So, and again – these all may be facts. They're, they're they're facts, and that's why I didn't argue about you know defensive line pressure in the first game. We were up, you know, we were up big, you know, f- you know for the majority of the game, well, the entire game, obviously. But you know, we were up big going through the game, and you know, I don't want to say that a D line should you know never not pressure the QB, but if you were to make excuses, I would say, okay, they didn't really have to. Um, you know, week two, I don't know. Andrew Luck is still, you know, a pretty good quarterback. You know, obviously with his injury, there's just a lot of uncertain, you know, questions with him. Um, you know, and he has a quick release as well. So I'm accepting – I don't want to say that they're excuses. I'm accepting these facts right now. But if we don't show like we're hungry on the, you know, defensive line side and we don't get pressure to the quarterback – um, our backfield's just going to get eaten alive, and that concerned me before the start of the season too. So I'm going to wait and see, but I'm going to tell you after uh, week three, if we don't put pressure on Rodgers and we lose this game, I'm not accepting those facts anymore. I'm going to start calling them excuses. 
I'm with you. I hate I hate being I hate being the excuse guy. And anyone who's talked to me on Twitter, they'll tell you I'm not for any excuses. So I, I'm with you. You got to get results at the end of the day. And hopefully that's what happens with Rodgers. And, you know, that's all I can do is hope that we go out. I think on the podcast, uh, I also predicted this as a loss. And I, my notes were, Rodgers always shreds. That's literally the only wrote, notes I wrote on that entire game. Rodgers always shreds. Um, so, you know, we, we got a lot of question marks about this team. You know, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. It's been kind of a hot topic. It's something you and I have talked kind of uh, – it's been a recurring theme over the years. You know, whenever – we have a few of these duds, you know, the, the questions about Jay come out, you know, and I don't know if we've talked your official stance about Jay on a podcast. So I want to throw that curveball to you and see, you know, what is this, this game three, it's only the third game of the year, very early. We're one and one. It's, we got an early buy though. You know, it's going to be a big difference two and one and one and two looking at uh, Drew Brees and Cam Newton on the other side of that buy. So, you know, is that seat getting hot with Jay, or what's your take on all that? Well, I think if we end the season with uh, under 500 record, um, the seat's definitely hot. You know, I've been up and down with, uh, you know, Jay Gruden. Um, Obviously, I was down from the beginning. I really wasn't a fan of the hire to begin with. I just didn't think that he had the resume. The argument back then was, well, we've had coaches with resume and still didn't, you know, see success either true you know so I couldn't really you know argue against that so I kind of just you know sat in the cut and of course you know to take it back to uh you know the RG3 days and the way he treated that situation um my last straw with with him was uh you know having Griffin out in the preseason and you know guy gets hurt you know and just ends up you know he gets blindsided and they just end up pulling him and he becomes bad you know you know the whole story we all know the whole fucking story to that i'm over it at this point and i'm just kind of like all right we finally you know griffin's gone you know kurt cousin's bum ass is gone we're starting fresh with a new qb i'm gonna kind of we're starting over again man but themes recurring themes man it's not working with with everyone we're having issues we're having the same issues with three different quarterbacks and it's I wonder what the consistent theme is, you know? Well, I mean, again, you know, it, uh, we'll get into this here in a minute too, but, again, is it is it Jay Gruden or is it the quarterbacks, you know? And for right now, Jay Gruden has proven that he has a pretty strong playbook. He's a great – you know, he can be a good play caller. Um, a lot of people do question some of his play calling during certain circumstances – I don't, I don't know if I have an argument to that. Um, he is decent on the, you know, offensive side, you know, of this. But I'm trying to be optimistic about this guy, but I have a feeling that the seat's going to be hot, um, you know, come season end. And uh, I think a lot of it's going to have to do uh, – I'll be honest with you, man. This wide receiving core is not scaring anyone. And I said this during the off season. we – don't have anyone we're basically rolling the dice on Josh Doxson and I'm thinking are you, are you kidding me you know yeah Crowder's there but Crowder had you know that good season he was kind of down you know last season a lot of people blame that on Kirk Cousins and you know this then it kind of rolls into Alex Smith what kind of quarterback do we have out of Alex Smith so I'm gonna throw you a curveball well answer Jay Gruden what do you think about that 
And then I'm going to throw the curveball to you, and, and I, I want to know what your opinion is uh, out of two games out of Alex Smith. Okay. Uh, so, first one on Jay Gruden. I'm probably one of the more vocal Jay Gruden critics over the year. I, I, I haven't liked him for the last two or three years, and when I was talking back then, you know, hey, his seat's getting hot. People are like, oh, you're crazy. It's just the, the same old, same old crazy you know we just got out of the playoffs not that long ago blah 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 and then for me it's coming back to this year everyone's saying oh it's only week three it's only week three but it's only this issue that issue and this as far as things things you mentioned you know he's got a great scheme like you can look at the x's and o's i know 15 guys on twitter who can show you screenshots of guys wide open within the (laughs) offense on you know what I mean? They, I, I, they, I can find yeah. some screenshots of people saying, hey, look, here's a guy who's open. I can find that for anybody. Um, but, you know, that's a screenshot of individual plays here and there. You know, it happens a lot. Sure, he's got guys open. But when he calls a draw on third and 14, you, you know, you're kind of scratching your head like, hey, that's kind of a silly call. Or why are we going with the wide receiver screen here? And why is it every time on third and 13? You know, it's just so predictable, you know. I've seen people talking on Twitter about, oh, I can call out the plays, like certain formations, it's so easy. There's been, you know, this thing going around about Jay Gruden runs on first down. And me, personally, I think he's kind of the the, the asshole type of guy, kind of like myself, where I'm like, oh, you, for years you guys were complaining I didn't run. Now, first down, every time I'm running it, fuck you guys. It's kind of like a fuck you to the people who told him not to run it enough. Uh, the years prior, because, you know, that was the knock originally, too pass-happy, too pass-happy. And now we're telling him, Jay, you're the only guy running on first down. What, it's not working. Are you going to change it up? And he kind of hits us with the same answer from the fade a couple years ago, and I'm going to keep running it. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the type of fucking guy he is. He's an asshole. But some people like that, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't. I can't stand it. I can't. I, you know, I just, I just don't like him. I don't. And I think that we're not going to see him, you know, much longer. Um, for and, the record, I, want, I don't know. I want, while everyone's still listening, I want the record. I, I'm rooting for our team because it seems like with our fans, anytime you critique Jay Gruden or the team, apparently you you need to go find a new team. You Why are you even rooting for the Redskins? It's like, if you don't think that we're going to be 15-1 and one at this point, you know, people are calling you a fucking asshole. And it's like, come on, guys. We're allowed to be critical of the team. We haven't had more than 10 wins since we the last time we won a Super Bowl. So, you know, it's yeah. okay to wish for – it's okay to want better, guys. Sure, sure. And if you're going to, you know, get a full season in with now your third quarterback, you know, uh, you know, fourth but let's just you know stick with third quarterback um and whatever you finish the season with you know that's that's on the coach you know that's not on the quarterback that's on the coach at that point and you have to look at the the history between the three quarterbacks and if he can't coach but up Keith, Keith, you know, no, he's, Keith, no no it's not jay gruden's fault Keith. he doesn't block Keith, he's not out there playing. what am i he's not what out am there I, playing what am I, on, what am i on Twitter <laughs> right now I feel like i'm having a twitter conversation <laughs> well what you know it's interesting you know and it is only in you know two weeks in but I do hate that excuse too because we should be two and oh you know what I mean Uh, I think the first five games are very important for a team psyche so you know to hear the excuse of well it's only going into three weeks that doesn't mean shit 
You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't mean shit to me because, you know, we got to start off strong. I don't want to play from behind, you know, to try to catch up. So, you know, what's your thoughts just from seeing Alex Smith and, you know, knowing what you know from the 49ers and then Kansas City and, you know, now as a Redskins uh, or as a Redskins, but what's your thoughts? What do you, what do you think he's going to contribute this season? I was I was pretty high on him. I felt like he was a slight upgrade. I felt like it was a wash to a slight upgrade over Kirk, simply on the the lack of uh, turnovers that Alex has had. But now that I'm getting a close eye up on it, it's a really conservative style of play. Um, I'm trying to think back on someone who was talking about he doesn't throw to guys unless they're like pretty clearly open. And you know, face value that sounds good. And bad. I don't know if that makes sense because it's like, well, he doesn't throw to guys unless they're open. Well, you want that. But then kind of back to your point right now, our guys seem to be struggling with that getting open part. Um, so it's kind of become this conundrum where we saw, you know, the end of the last game, him had like seven, eight checkdowns in a row to Chris Thompson, which is great for anyone who's got Thompson on their fantasy team. I unfortunately was playing him that week. So I was like, throw it down the field, you fucking asshole. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm still, it's still a mixed bag. You know, he looked decisive week one. Week two, it just looked like – I don't know if he got hit early and then he just looked rattled from there on. It was really tough. This is going to be a big game. Like I said, this defense in Green Bay, they're, they're not statistically a great defense. They have a few players. Um, but I really think that we're going to actually get to see what this offense is capable of. It's going to really be – can we limit Rodgers enough and match that on our offense, which has struggled to score? You know, that's going to be the key to the game, in my opinion. So this week is going to tell, basically. Short answer, I don't fucking know. After two weeks, I don't know, Alex, if he's good or bad yet. Yeah, sure. Maybe it's a a little uh, unfair to to judge this early, Um, you know, and I'm going to try not to, to judge it, but I agree with you 100%. I see a conservative uh, Alex Smith, a little bit of an upgrade of Kirk Cousins. Um, we're not going to get wowed by his numbers uh, by any means. Um, you know, my biggest concern with him coming in was I can't help but to think about, you know, how not good he was in, uh, in San Francisco, and then I can't help but to think about, you know, how many games did he go uh, where he didn't throw a touchdown to a wide receiver. I think that was um, the whole season, I don't have to, Yeah, the whole season. Okay. I yeah, I was yeah. going to say whole season, but I thought it could have even been more too. It could have trickled over into the next following season. Oh, um, that that may be. That may be. I can't. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't know the numbers because I'm not a Kansas City fan, so I'm not going to, you know, pay attention to that. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to laugh at it when I see the headline, but I'm not going to remember the headline. But now you got you have that guy who had a you know a successful season um, you know with uh, with his team in in Kansas City and you know two young guys you know wide receiver and running back you know that uh, uh, just phenomenal you know what I mean and now you bring them over to this team where you know Chris Thompson's coming off of an injury we pick up Adrian Peterson you know uh, uh, on the quick you know what I mean and. I just kind of felt like he doesn't – if he doesn't have the keys like he had in Kansas City, he's not going to perform the same. And so what we're going to get 
is a Kirk Cousins version, but potentially less turnovers uh, because I do think that he is a better decision maker when he throws. Um, And I do love the idea of seeing him actually call audibles, um, which we didn't really see out of Kirk Cousins. So um, I do think that Smith is a smarter player, but that also could mean because he's been in the league for so long that he can do those things. So, um, you know, like you said, I'm not going to go jump a cliff now. Um, but if he's more I mobile too, don't before you change, before you switch up topic, yeah, he's more mobile. I don't know if you noticed that week one, he was looking escaping the pocket, getting around guys. He was looking good week one, week two, it looked like a different guy, man. He lost his yeah, mojo. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I yeah, forgot exactly. about that part. I had to get that out there. He looked, he looked like he lost his mojo. He looked depressed. You know, he looked like he had a Kirk Cousins stop, and I don't know what happened that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can honestly tell you week two, I did not like that. So, um, you know, like I said, a little too early to judge. I'm going to keep my optimism alive. Uh, I'm going to try to, you know, glass half full on this one, but – I don't know, man. I just feel like uh, his tenure here—he's not going to—he's uh, not going to woo us um, with numbers. But we are going into week three. I agree with you 100%. This is a game that I think is going to tell all, tell all. We need to show some success. Um, we have some good components. We have some components that uh, I'm a little skeptical of, but I'm going to save that judgment for a little bit later. Um, But you better believe if we don't win this game, um, you know, today slash tomorrow, if we don't win, man, um, I'm going to fly off the roof on Twitter and I'm probably going to be over dramatic as usual. Um, (laughs) But at the end of the day, I'm going to love my team too. And for the people who don't like that, I'm negative about the Redskins. You can go fuck yourselves don't really care because at the end of the day I've liked this team my entire fucking life and I'm tired of shitty ass results so sorry I'm just never going to be that guy like hey let's lift them up lift them up I damn positive fuck that win means and I'll be positive how about that it's a results based business is what I always say you know and that's that's the thing you know we could any team can make 10 different excuses on why they didn't do x y or z you know, only what you know, only uh, four teams plus the wild cards or whatever actually make the playoffs every year. So you know, if you're not one of those teams, you aren't good enough. Plain, plain and simple. If you don't make it to the dance, you're not doing good enough. And people, people sleep on this, but Dan's been more patient with Jay than he's been with any other coach in recent history that I can think of. How many other guys have gotten five years with Dan Snyder? You know, since he's owned the team. Um, so, you know, this is it's put up or shut up. You know, it's going to be a big game. We can win this game. If we win it, we got to make it ugly. We got to try to get to Rodgers, make this game ugly. It's going to be a rainy game. You know, it's going to, it's going to be Adrian Peterson show. Let's see. Let's ride AP again like we did week one. And uh, I was one of the biggest critics of his signing, but we got him. Let's ride him. Let's, let's see what we got and uh, hopefully get the W, man. Yep, and again, I'll say it like this, and you won't agree with me, and that'll be for a good discussion, but if we don't get any fucking production out of these wide receivers um, in this game, I'm going to be screaming all fucking day, Dez to DC, okay? So be prepared, Brandon. 
Be prepared oh, for that man, argument. I'm, I'm going to mute you now. I'm going to preemptively mute you. Welcome back, Keith. I wanted to say welcome back, man. Glad to have you back. You know, it was a short hiatus, and uh, let's have a blast this season, man. Let's take care of these uh, Burgundy Banter, unfiltered fans, Burgundy Brother, whatever the hell we're going to call this damn podcast, man. It's glad to have you back. Glad things are going good. And uh, looking forward to seeing you out there, buddy. Yeah, man, I really appreciate that. And like I said, it's uh, definitely good back in. Um, basically, you know, we'll just cut a few episodes uh, here and there, you know, uh, kind of see if we can, you know, get our, our fans. Can we call them fans? Yeah, I don't even know. But um, get people my you know, mom uh, out there. Podcast. She counts. My mom, my mom oh, is nice. a fan okay. to the podcast. So All we right. got at least one so we fan got out one. there. Shout out to my mom. We got one fan. My mom said, "Fuck this. This ain't for me." So, oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, but yeah, uh, definitely uh, appreciate it, man. Like I said, we'll get a few more of these episodes in, and uh, hopefully, we'll get this thing rolling even further. So, uh, with that being said, you can check out Brandon uh, at Redskins Ran on Twitter. You can check me out, KGSkins26 on Twitter. Um, And with that being said, man, I think we're out. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening.